oh my God. Thank you because you've rolled away shame. You've rolled away reproach, oh Lord, my God. We thank you because we lift up our eyes to the hill, Father Lord, because that is where our help comes from, oh Lord, my God. That you are our banner, Father Lord, in the times of trouble, oh Lord, my God. Thank you for restoring us, oh Lord, my God. Thank you for putting a hymn of praise in our mouth, Father Lord. Thank you for taking our foot out of the mud and the mare and setting our feet on the solid rock. That, Father, we declare your wonders. Father, we thank you for the restoration. We thank you, Father Lord, for making us whole, for healing us, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, we render our hearts, Father Lord, not our garments, oh Lord, my God. Thank you, Father Lord, for turning our story around, Father Lord. That, Father Lord, you are the destiny changer, Father Lord. We thank you that when you entered into the boat, situation changes, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, we lift up our voices to you this Sunday and today, Father Lord, to declare you Lord and sovereign, oh Lord, my God and my King. That sovereign Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for restoration, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I would like to take my prayer from the book of Jeremiah chapter 30. I'll read verse 17. The Bible said, But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion from whom no one cares. Praise the Lord. We are in the month of restoration. This is what the Lord wants to do in our life in this month. So I want us to lift up our voice this morning to thank God for the restoration He will restore in our health, in every part of our life, in our marriages. The marriage that is sick, the Lord will restore. Every part of our body that is wounded, the Lord will restore. Let us lift up our voice and thank God for what He has promise to do in this month. Father, Lord, we bless your holy name. We exalt your holy name, O God. We give you praise, O God, because you are the almighty God. We thank you for this month of restoration, O God, that you have promised, O God, to restore health, O God, to our body. Lord, we thank you, Lord, because we know, O God, you are God, who say what and it shall come to pass. Father, Lord, we bless you. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify your holy name, O God. In the name of Jesus, you are not a man that will lie, O God. Father, you are not a man that will change his mind. Lord, we bless you, Lord, because this which you have promised, O oh God, in this month of restoration, O oh God, shall be seen, O oh God, in every life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, we exalt your holy name, O oh God. Lord, we begin to declare this summer, Lord, O oh God, healing, O oh God, to our bodies, in the name of Jesus. Health to our bodies, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we speak peace, O oh God, to every home, in the name of Jesus. Because this is a month of restoration, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those who are downcast, O oh God. Father, Lord, we command it to be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we call upon you because you are the Almighty God. There is nothing you cannot do, O God. You have done it before. You can still do it again today in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you praise, O God. We give you honor, O God, for the month of restoration, O God. We thank you, Lord, O God, for your healing, O God, upon our lives. We thank you, Lord, for the health, O God, that you have given unto our bodies in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for every marriage, O God, is blessed in the name of Jesus. Lord, we exalt your holy name. We give you praise, O God, because you have heard us, O God. May your name be praised forever. For in Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 
I want us to pray a prayer of thanks this morning. First Thessalonians 5.18. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Psalm 9 verse 1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Psalm 35 verse 18 says, I will give you thanks in the great assembly among the throngs i will praise you let us pray let us pray a prayer of thanks this morning god has been awesome in spite of our unfaithfulness he has been faithful in spite of our mistakes he's been there for us not everyone who began the month of september saw the end of september but here we are today in the month of restoration first of october we have every reason to thank god let us pray a prayer of thanks this morning heavenly father god we just want to thank you we exalt and magnify your holy name O lord god our mere existence O lord god is by your special grace and love towards us abba father we exalt you we magnify your holy name O lord god not everyone who began the month of september saw it till the end but here we are heavenly father god we give you praise we magnify your holy name O lord god thank you for restoring us O lord god thank you heavenly father thank you lord jesus thank you for your healing power thank you for granting us journey messages thank you for putting a roof over our heads thank you for our families thank you for our children thank you words are not enough oh lord god to appreciate you abba father we exalt and magnify your holy name O lord god what we are what we are today not by our own power nor by our might but by your special grace and love towards us heavenly father god we give you praise we exalt and magnify your holy name father lord god we give you praise we just cannot thank you enough whatever we are today lord jesus it is by your grace abba father we exalt you we magnify your holy name thank you lord jesus thank you father thank you for who you are thank you for that which you are doing in our lives thank you for that which you are here to do thank you for that which you continually do heavenly father god we give you praise we exalt and magnify your holy name father we exalt you we magnify your holy name in jesus name i just want us to quickly sing this you are yahweh you are yahweh if you actually believe that open up your mouth raise your voice Great Yahweh, hallelujah. We thank God for this month. I want to read um, a portion from what our Father sent to the church for the month of restoration, the prophetic declaration He has made. He said that your labor over years will be greatly rewarded in this month. See, in this last quarter of 2023, resources will be made available to you by the Lord to fulfill all the visions of your mind and you will have divine encounter with God this month we know the scriptures for this month and he ended up saying that the heavens will be open over you this month and the Lord will grant you good success let's begin to thank God for this and 
then you believe in God, you shall be established. And as you believe in this prophecy, you will prosper. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, Lord. We give you praise to God for this month of restoration. You said that in this last quarter, resources will be made available to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, to fulfill all the visions of God that you have put in our minds. Lord, we exalt you. For you said in this month, we shall encounter you. There shall be divine encounter of your presence, divine encounter of the heavenlies. We bless your name. Oh God, we bless your name, Lord, for our eyes shall see your glory. The Bible says that as in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. As we have transited into this month of restoration, we shall see the Lord. We shall encounter the Lord. Our eyes shall see the intelligence as is heaven. In the name of Jesus, the power of God shall manifest over us as never before. In the name of Jesus, for the man of God has spoken. He said that there shall be divine encounter, divine encounter, divine encounter, divine encounter over every member of Christ with tabernacle. We shall experience God. This is more than physical, financial blessing. Divine encounter, Lord, we pray thee. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, everybody will see you. We will encounter your power. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says that the Lord God Almighty has sworn. He says, surely as our plan, so it shall be, as our purpose, so it will stand. Begin to turn the Lord and let your plans and your purpose for my life in this man, let it come to pass. In the name of Jesus, nothing shall hinder the power of God over us. Nothing shall hinder the plans of God over us. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says that never again shall my people be put to shame. Tell the Lord, anything that can create shame in our lives, they are taken away. We thank you for taking away shame. We thank you, Lord, for you said that you will bless us. You give us plenty to eat until we are full. We want to thank you, Lord, for the plenty in this month. We bless your name, O Lord, for the abundant prosperity that you have prepared for us. The funds that we need to be able to push the gospel forward. We exalt you. We exalt you. We thank you. We bless you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. In the name of Jesus, now begin to thank the Lord for this morning. What the Lord will speak into your heart. Thank the Lord for the word that will come to you from heaven. Lord, we bless your name, Lord, because we know that you have prepared a word for us. The Bible says that, and the Lord revealed himself to Samuel through his word. So, Lord, we pray this morning, reveal yourself to us, O God, through your word in the name of Jesus. Reveal yourself to us, O God. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have entered the gates with thanksgiving and praise this morning. Thank God because we are sons of God who have authority on our lips. And this morning, as the word will come in power, it will transform each and every one of us in Jesus' name. It will fulfill the purpose for which God has sent that word this morning. Let us open this meeting. As we read from the book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted right hand. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, 
and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob? Salah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. The great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Our opening
Thank you, Jesus. Turn to somebody and welcome them in the name of the Lord. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. You know, this is October. I welcome you to the month of October. Amen. Please, can you move, uh, pastors, move the uh, next row. Uh, Elder, please, the next seat, so that you can leave the four spaces, the first four spaces right behind me. She always be kept empty for the protocols. 
Amen. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, you just stay where you are. No, stay where you are, so that uh, people can occupy the rest. But the first four seats. Oh, and those of you who are ushers, always make sure. One of the things in the house of God is order. Amen. Hallelujah. I welcome you to the month of October. Come on now. There are so many downloads that is coming down from heaven. But I will tell you this, that we will start talking about that from tonight. I want every one of you to get ready for something bigger than you. How many of you received the, the text I sent you at 1.30? If you did not, then your name is not in the list of CFT community. So make sure you, when you leave this place, go to the desk there and write your name and your telephone number that you use on WhatsApp. Because you know that in this house, God starts speaking to me about New Year from October, every year. And the things that God tells me and I tell you, those things happen as the Lord has said it. But this year, God took a different tone. He started speaking to me from June. And you can go back, I think I think I, I gave this instruction on Friday, that the media team should collate Prophecies from June, July, August, over Commerce Night, and probably in the big victory night. June, July, August, September, so that every member of this church can listen and listen and listen again. The advantage of that is this. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the Word of God. Now, one thing that you will appreciate is that when God speaks to us in this house, He will first tell us about nations, Things that will happen in various countries, things that will happen sometimes to government of nations, then he will now tell us what, you, what should happen to you. And the reason why God does that is because when those things he said about nations happen, then inevitably what he said about you should happen. But you know, concerning prophecies, and everyone who comes to CFT must know this. When you go out of this church and you go and worship somewhere else, go to any church, one of the things you will know that is rare in our time is the word from the Lord. Am I talking to you? Teaching the Bible is common. But does fear the Lord and things that will happen and they will happen in nations is very rare. So what God says will happen in the church when nations' prophecy is fulfilled, Christians then need to know that in the same volume, God spoke about you. But you have a duty to play in bringing to pass what heaven is saying about you. You know, we can live in the world and just be a little comfortable and then die and discover that God will have made you a greater, wealthier person and show you so many thousands of souls that he obtained that we see light of day but they perish because you refuse to follow prophetic to cooperate with heaven to make yourself 
Similarly, those of you that God has ordained to operate in power, you will discover that because of your ignorance, you couldn't operate the power. And so many people who should have been set loose were born. Now, before I go on to, to teach you this morning, I want to say that last quarter of the month is today. So today is the end of 2023. Rewind the clock. So that today and these three days or this week, you must sit down to look at your plans from January, what you asked God to do for you, and what you said you will do. And look at what you have not done by now. This month is tagged the month of restoration in CFT. I haven't looked at your life like that. Then take an action within the next seven days. And put down a projection plan of how you will make those things happen in the last three months. Because today, if you are not conscious that 2023 is gone, you will only get to December 31st and begin to pray a prayer that heaven will never answer. You know that prayer, that shall be no carryover. You already carry over. You know, people pray that shall be no carryover, that they all their strength, that shall be no carryover. They already are carrying. You know, the devil will be looking at them that look at these ones. <laughs> they didn't read, Jesus said that if you want to build a tower, you must sit down and count the cost first. So in CFT Church, if you follow me, which I believe that all of you do, and you run with what God says to me, you can't regret one day. Am I talking to you now? And I'll take you to deeper waters today. You cannot. Once you are born of God, you know, you have so much, so much provision available. And the house of God is to explore the provision and reveal the provision to the people of God. But your own duty is to run with it. So that you will not become a victim of some people, few, though, in the church of God. When others give testimonies of great manifestation, they are envious. That's when envy sets in. Because one <laughs> invested his talent that he received from the Lord Jesus, and the other buried it under the ground. And both of you cannot get the same result. Am I talking to you? So, you have a duty in this house, anything I teach you, that you run with it. And when God speaks to us, you run with the prophecy. You pray the prophecy in. I don't know about you, over the night, I was speaking to the Lord for the last quarter because I am among the gatekeepers of God on earth and we must hear what heaven is saying to the church so that we can tell God's people what the Father is saying. It's a grace which I really respect so much and thank God so much for giving me such a grace so that none of you will be confused. That is why I live. That's my job description. To hear God and to tell you. But I want to appeal to you Believe in God, you'll be established. But believe in His prophets, and you will prosper. This is not a church that calls somebody and says, You stand up, I'm going to tell you fortune. We are not fortune tellers. None of the prophets did it. Jeremiah, Isaiah, although they don't do such a thing. When Jeremiah, Isaiah, Joel speaks, they speak about what God will do in nations, what God will do in people, what God will do in the church, and that's, that's a prophet indeed. But if you go to a meeting, we are somebody saying, You stand up, and then I'm going to tell you rubbish. 
Just pack your bag and baggage out of the place because the Lord is not there. And if you also have people who will come and sit down and say people are coming to consult them, they are giving their prophecy. If you go there, if you go there, if you haven't listened to me, if you go there, whatever you get is your business. Because God has shown you what it is to be a true prophet of the Most High God. And among you is living one. So, the rest of your three months will be great. Heaven has spoken and man must respond. I see abundant restoration in this house. Restoration of a measure that mortal man cannot understand. Somebody will soon say to you, where do you worship? Because of the miraculous that God has done for you. And they will say that, yes, that your God is God. We will go with you and worship your God. That is your portion in the next three months. Those of you who have struggled before, you will start struggling. Because today is the battle of the beginning of the last quarter. The battle is won. The war is over. Victory has been given unto you. Heaven will resound concerning you. As you have entered this day. And the temple will go higher and higher and higher. The spirit of the most holy one will guide and direct your heart. Formerly you might have been hearing God in your thoughts. Now you will begin to have encounters of Jesus. This part of the things I wrote to you at 1.30 a.m. today. Let me say something to you. The clock of this world is going to an end. And so things will happen hastily by the man of sin called Satan. He will expedite his action very quickly. And rapid manifestation of evil will fill the air. 2024 to 2027 will be years to look out for. And I'll tell you something. Because Satan knows that the time is short, the angels are ready for the saints of God to be taken away. And that's the reason why he had prepared his last onslaught in this season. When people are saying, comfort, comfort, tragedy will strike. But those who are in the Lord will escape. And because of that, heaven had declared concerning you. In the midst of this hula baloo, that's when you will prosper. For it is written in the days of famine, my people will enjoy plenty. So why will God allow famine to come? It is because he wants to create wealth for his people. And he wants to put them in the position of plenty. So in this season, from this day, as you go down the, the year 2023, heaven had determined concerning those who love the Lord and those who fear the Lord, that your ride will be easy. I want you to make just one choice if you hear my voice. You don't have option of two. One choice that you make is this. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. Because God will make distinction between those who serve Him and those who do not serve Him. And I want everyone in this church to prosper by God. I have two requests over the night that I presented before the Father. And I think these two requests was a dialogue between me and the Holy Spirit. When I was thinking about you, the church, Christ with Tabernacle, and the Holy Spirit was discussing with me and asking, what will I want? In this season. And I said just two requests. I don't need more than two requests. But in my life. Really for the whole of my life. One request is for you. One request is for me. This is the request. That God will pour out his power on this house. So that the prophecy he said. That amputated hands will grow. Blind eyes will open. Lame will run. Dead shall be raised. 
and it will happen more and more that that come to pass. That is the first request and the prime of my request. The second request I believe and which I told the Lord on your behalf is that God will pour wealth into the hands of those who can handle it. And I mentioned that very, very provocatively because there are a number of people who cannot handle wealth. The moment God gives them wealth or position, it gets into their head. And they will not use that wealth or position for the purpose for which God gave it. But for those whose hearts are connected with heaven, I told God, you will do something. As I will operate in the signs and wonders that human beings have not seen, they will be so wealthy that we will go to crusades, we will not need to take offering. We will invade nations in the power of God, and I will go with a team of credible men and women who are well established. We will eat into the economy of nations financially. That before the nation knows that, who are, who are these people? We have become so mighty that if you pull plug, the economy will come down. And this is what I've asked God for you. Are you with me now? Now, because I asked God of that, forget about sickness. When there is power, there is no sickness. That handles all sickness. It handles every miserable and all stuff like that. And when there is wealth, there is no one who will scorn you. Nobody can mock you. If God is accelerating me in the, in the area of the gift of the Spirit and the call of heaven, you also must accelerate in the provision of this world so that together we can bring to manifestation the kind of church that should exist on earth. All right? And we will change the paradigm. We will change, we will change the, the norm of the church, the global church. And a new, a new voice begins to speak in church. Not the voice of money. Not the voice, you know, collecting money. Not the voice deceiving people. I mean, it will be the voice that is blessing. And that is the voice of God. He blesses, and He blesses, and He blesses. And you know, one of the things that have, you know, really been strong in my spirit is the third, uh, third John 2, that God has been speaking to us. Those of you who have been very regular, you recognize me. There's that. I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health. But, as your soul. So my duty is to make your soul prosper. So that those of you who are the custodian of wealth, it will just come. And those of you who are custodian of power, which God has given, it will just manifest. So I want you to give me your heart and mind. And your body too. Lose your mind and pick up the mind of Christ. The things that Satan, the carrots of Satan in the world. Forget it. Forget it. I was telling the, the New Cross Church now. I think Apostle Williams have achieved what God sent him on earth. Because I've seen young ones grow in this church. And I've been telling you from when you were kids like this, till now that you are marrying and giving back to children that God sent me into this nation to, to raise people who will rule in this country. And you have been successful. The youth have grown and been successful. Those adults who have been with me have grown very, very mighty. And now we have come to the place whereby we are going to be having our own members of parliament. In the next election, you will see members of this house sit in parliament. I'm not praying. I'm telling you what has been determined. And that is on the way now. And we have seen people who are moving in the industry of banking that they are going to the top in banking. We have had youth 
who are in the field of law and they are going to the top in the Ministry of Justice. We have doctors who have been raised in this house who are going into the top in controlling what happens, determining decisions about medical practice, immigration and all stuff like that. So we have people already raised among you who have excellent spirit. For 11 years, I drove you very, 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 very hard. And now I can rest because now you are in the you have you have you have, you have accelerated to the gear four that I don't need to stop I don't need to warn you anymore. This church will continue to go in the speed that we have attained. Now we have come to the place where God gave excellent spirits that people are having distinction in the, you know master's degrees, having first class in, in first degrees and having masters. Nobody among the youth stop at first degree. No one. No one in CFT. Anyone finish, they go into their masters. And you come out with commemorable things. Because the time now, this is strategy. God has revealed to us about this season when there will be shaking in the world. And the world will now look for people who are extra qualified. And so you are already positioned. And that's what is happening here. That people are getting good jobs. People are moving higher. While others will be struggling, no, we don't have it in CFT. Everybody who had followed my teaching, there is no such a thing that hinders you, you know. Things are, you know, increasing. You are increasing in value. You are increasing in wealth. You are increasing in, in, in the spiritual. And because you, you listen. Now, I want to say that, why will I tell you this? Because this is not yet my message. I will tell you this because of what God is saying to me. That, the, that is the, the era we have come to, which is 1st of October, 2023. And we are marching on for a manifestation or preparation of this globe between 2024 to 2027. And those years are very significant prophetically, you know, for us in this church. And I'm sure everything that God has said about you will come to pass. Hallelujah, somebody. There will be no miserable man among you. Anyone among you have been rebellious. By force, by fire, you will obey God. If you don't obey Him, you know, you know, easily, he will force your knees to the ground. Because you are born to obey God. You have no option. I don't give you two options here. To serve God, you will serve Him by force or by fire. So, you know, if you are just a little fragment of one or two or three of you who are still playing games, you, you have no, no option anymore. God will force your knees to serve Him. But those of you who already are serving Him, you save yourself from force. Amen. You belong to God. And to God shall you be. Because life is easier with God, the rest of you can tell. Life is easier with God. He makes all things beautiful in His own time. So I've been teaching you over from June that the Lord spoke concerning you. I've been preparing you as God said to me to prepare you for 2024. For the journey we go from 2024 to 7. And in that preparation, now we talk about where we are. Where we are is this. I told you on Friday, you must remember and be convinced that you are sons of God. And of course, we looked into the book of John, chapter 1, from verse 12. He said, yet to, he, to all who received him. Can I even just say that the message of today is this. You are agents of God. Or the agent theories of God. That's what I want to talk about. The agent theory of God. Now, 
It says, yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave what? The right to become what? Come on, let's read together, please. Uh huh. So, it says to those who believe him, God gave them the rights or the power to become children of God. Now understand this now. To those who receive him, you have received him. All right. To those who believed in his name, because you believed in his name, automatically prima facie, children of God. Are we together now? So it's not because of the way you behave. You come as you are, but you cannot remain as you were. But God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believed in Him. Some people came here, men, with dreaded dreadlock in their head. But they don't remain with dreadlock because their eyes will open. I would get it. Well, hard prostitutes come into this church. But when they got here, their life was transformed. I've told you the story before of a particular one, private in the church, who was imported from Italy as a prostitute. And the man who imported her paid her. And that man, after messing about with her, and that's her job, that's what she's paid for. He said, let us go to church, to a church, so that we can get forgiveness. You know, people who commit sin, they know that Jesus can forgive. But they don't have the consciousness of salvation. Only when the Holy Spirit showed him, showed him. And the person came to church. And I pointed my finger like this. And I said, you who have been abusing yourself and your body. That the Lord is calling you. And I began to speak to that woman. But I did not know her. But my finger was pointing to her. She was vibrating on her seat. Tears were running down her face. She repented and gave her life to Christ. She told the man when we close, I'm not going to your house today. And the man said, but I paid. He said, I'm no more going to your house today. And the man said, oh, you. I will see how you make it. You don't know anybody in London. I brought him from Italy. The woman was sobbing. And when we closed, the woman raised her head and was going now he has transacted Jesus Christ. She now said, "Now nah, I don't know where to go. And as she was going, somebody in our congregation went and called her name, her real name. That is the name of Bath. She looked back. Oh, by the voice. This is you. Yes, this is me. I said, what? He said, this is my church. Where have you been? They, they hugged one another and he said, this is my story. And she said that, forget it, you have a house. Took her to her house. She's established today in England. You know, what I'm saying is that you can come with your mess. But you must be clear, cleansed of your mess. God loved the world he gave. 
He opened his heart to receive the good, the bad, and the ugly so that everyone can be good. Am I talking to you now? That is one thing. So, understand that salvation is your will. But once you believed and you accept, you have become children of God. So, but then he gave you the rights. I love that scripture that talks about it. You know, the Bible is so, so legal. <laughs> you know? Since I went to law, my concept of a Bible changed completely. I, I mean, I could understand the scripture a lot deeper. deeper. You know what it says, right? As a word of law. It says you have, and that's the right I'm talking about, the right of an agent. Agency theory. You are God's agent or not. Okay, so, but you must first believe that you are a child of God. Children born not by natural descent, not by human decision, chromosomes, determination, but hus- our husband of uh, the will of a husband, but born of God. Born of God. So, Satan cannot undo your salvation. Demons cannot undo your salvation. But you are the only one who can undo it if you decide to do so. But you need to let this ground has to be cleared. Because when I talk further, you will have better understanding. You are a child of God. That's it. If you are not sure today, just stand up and say, Jesus, I'm so sorry for my reckless ways. Forgive me my sins. Please receive me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. That's it. You become a child of God. And if you mean it in your heart, not just say it. You are not under duress. But you say it willingly. You are a child of God. Okay, so. Having looked at that established on Friday. Then we now looked into the fact that. Children of God have some promises. The first one we recognize about the child of God is. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. It says here to all. No, and we know that sorry. In all things God works for the good of those who love him. Who are called, who have been called according to his purpose. So when you get into the kingdom of God, you are to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Yes? And we have read, we thought last month that those who love me, Jesus said two things about those who love me. He said, If you love me, you will what? Obey my command. My Father will love you, and we both are, and I will reveal myself to you. And then in same John 16, uh, 14, if what I said, if you love me, you will obey my teachings, and I and my Father will come and make our home with you. We will become your co-tenant. Isn't it? And we explore that very deeply. How a person can be in an accident, and the motto that was in accident crashed to pieces everybody died and the person did not have a scratch because that person loved somebody who is called Jesus and he and Jesus are inseparable that's the kind of love that God has said we should love him and so if we therefore love him we don't decide for ourselves 
He controls our decision. So the things we used to do, we couldn't do it anymore. Because now, we have a lover who controls our lives. Alright? So, we know that for those who love God, it does not matter what you are going through. The end will be good. I say the end will be good. People may go through it and die along the way. Death along the way is not your portion. You will go through and you will fulfill destiny. Listen to me. Whatever you face on earth will not it does not have power to stop your life. Am I talking with you now? But something similar to it because it says here we know that um, uh, all things are working for good. Why is all things working for good? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. That's, that explains it. Why will everything work for good? Sometimes it seems as if you are on the floor to your back and suddenly something will happen. Why? Shall we read this together? In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with so the reason why all things work for good for you is because there is a God in heaven who whatever happens to you with his holy angels, they are in charge of every situation. When you go through temptation, they are the ones. They saw it and they allowed it. And when you are victorious, they create tests for you, which you call trial, so that they can prove you before Jesus can tell you, I told you he's my child, he's my child. In the midst of the trial, look at him. He's still hanging on me. He knows me. He trusts me. And after the trial, he promotes you. So, God is working on behalf of you. And from this October today, you will see more of his work. Hear, O Christ, with tabernacle. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He will show you that he's working on your behalf this week. It's impossible for God not to do it. This is an undertaking. God works for those who love it. Now, if that be the case, why would God work for you? For many reasons, but among several reasons, I want you to recognize that all these things are benefits because you are a son of God. Because you are a son of God or a child of God. Now let's come to the greatest weapon that God gave you, which is your mouth. Your mouth is the greatest weapon that heaven gave to you. You know, I will say to mankind, excuse me, by mouth somebody who is a a pauper is made a prime minister, born in a derelict place, joins the political party. Everybody will just say by mouth that we vote for you. And he becomes their head automatically. Is that correct? Somebody who his life is on the air, a person who sits in the office of a judge, we say life imprisonment. Nobody changes it. Maybe he didn't really do why he's condemned. The, the thing that he was accused of. But anyway, if all evidences point to him. We have seen that happen. Double We have seen that happen a, a number of times. People who have been condemned to death and then they, they are going for death. And suddenly the real perpetrator, after 14 years of waiting on parole, the real perpetrator came up and said, I did it. And they looked at evidence, discovered that it was miscarriage of justice. And on his way to death row, he was set free. Alright? But it's a mouth that spoke and is condemned. 
With your mouth, you are condemned. With your mouth, you are justified. So your mouth is a powerful weapon. So if that be the case, there are four. Jesus says something about us, which we will explore. Just Matthew, look at 16. Matthew 16, 18 is the first thing we are looking at. Agent theory of God. We are agents of God. It says, and I tell you the truth, or tell you that, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Come on, CFT Church. When Jesus appeared to me, after he appeared to me, and he eventually told me to start this house, I said to Jesus that, well, I'm a surveyor. I don't know how to start church. <laughs> I grew in the Pentecostal movement all my life. I was born in the church. I wasn't born in hospital. I, mean, I think, I'm sure you know that. Ah, are you looking at me like this? How many of you did not know that Apostle Williams was not born in hospital? You didn't know that before. Raise your hand. Be, be, sincerely. Okay, so now you know. I was not born in the hospital. My mother was a priestess of Baal. If you didn't know, know now. My father was a chief priest, Satan. If you didn't know that, know that. Oshon Wale, it's not, it's his baptismal name from the devil. Wizard has come home. And my parents became barren. But my father, you are the one who made me go to this story because if you follow me, you must know my story. So that from my own mouth, somebody won't tell you that this is what I post. You say, hey, hey. I heard it from his mouth. Yes. My father used to get children from Lucifer into barren womb. If they remove a woman's womb, my father had the remedy to make another womb happen there. And that woman will conceive. But by the devil. It's like they got somebody's eyes out. He has a remedy that from Satan that they will take, get a leaf. They will put in their eyes. Another eyes will happen there. So he was Satan in the flesh. Oh, Jesus double-crossed him because of me. The Lord told them that you give back to his son. And we cannot allow you to give to back to that son when you are serving Satan. And for that, we, we seal the womb of your, mother, of your wife. My father called every devil that he used to consult to heal my mother. Physician healed thyself. They didn't answer him anymore. Because when God points his finger to you, you are just most fortunate. That's why I'm, I have problem with people who always say, they deliver me, they deliver, deliver nonsense. It's because God has not pointed to you. That's why you are, you are only on the floor. And people are saying, ah, you, ah, you cast out demons, deal with demons. Accept Jesus, demon will get out of your body, my friend. <laughs> the Jesus I serve is different from the Jesus many people talk about. That's the Jesus I offer to you. He's <laughs> the Jesus who appeared unto me over years, several times. He's the same Christ yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, he was preaching in the church, and a demon possessed stood up, and he said, shut up, come out. And that was it, and the man was free. If you have a different method, I wonder the Jesus you are serving. He got to a blind man, he said, what do you want me to do? He said, I might see. He said, okay, permission to see. See, therefore, that is the Jesus I serve. I don't know the Jesus that you have to be doing all the gyms to get this, the blind see. 
When my father was a devil, he was a gymnastic like that. But then I was conceived. So when I was conceived, my father and my mother made vow that if you give us a son, we will, it is yours. Because as a Satan worshiper, first son, prima facie, belong to the devil. You go and argue with Satan if you worship him. That your first son is yours. Then he will show you pepper. So they understood that. I said, uh, if this Jesus Christ delivered me from the devil, if you want to know more of my story, go and read my book on my encounter with Jesus Christ and his holy angels. You'll find a full detailed story there. That's how they came to church. So when I was conceived, my mother did not attend maternity. She did not attend antenata. She did not attend postnata <laughs> or prenata. My mother was coming to church. They would pray in water, and that's what he drank. And I grew up with that, not falling sick. Also. So when, I was, when it was time for me to be born, in my days, we give back in the church. The, my mother came with her belly, went to the back of the church where there is vestry. And that is where ministers of God in those days who mentor me, who I follow, like me now, began to pray. When they began to pray, the angels of God did the delivery. That is how Apostle Williams was born in the church, not in the hospital. I'm not saying that you did bad by burning in us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, my, my God. Satan is fed up. So, that's how I was born in the hospital. So, all my life, I don't know any life. Social life is church. Spiritual life is church. Mental life is church. Emotional life is church. Psychological life is church. And then the American life or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Psychological life is church. I don't know anything than Jesus. Of course, I, when I became conscious, I consciously accepted Jesus into my heart. Am I talking to you? You are God's agent. So let me go on and finish my preaching. So if you look at this scripture, Jesus said, I will build my church. And that's the scripture he gave me at the birth of CFT. That was my first message in this house. On the 4th of March, 1990. And the gates of hell cannot pray. Why is Jesus saying this first? It's because of what he's about to say. This is where agent theory was birthed. He says, I will build my church and the gates of hell. Peter, I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against. But on this rock, that is faith. Revelation of the Holy Spirit. Because before this time, Jesus asked them, who am I? And people are saying all manners of things. And Peter said, you are Jesus, the Son of God. He now said to Peter, Peter, son of Jonah, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. And so he said, upon this rock, which is revelation of the Holy Spirit, I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot pray. That's why CFT fear nothing. Nothing. Fear nothing. If you are a member of this church, you follow me well, you can't fear anything. You can come with fear, you can't remain in your fear. If you still fearing, it's because you have not followed me really. You have been looking at me in the, in the far distance. 
Whatever Satan do that happens is not your business. Because you have somebody who is working behind it. His name is Jesus. Am I talking to you? And so the Bible says, gates of hell will not prevail. Why gates? Because in the gates in those days, that's where they take decisions. You remember Deborah? She starts at the gate. The people who have this food will go to the gate. And she will sort it at the gate. And the elders of the nation will come to the gate when they want to decide. So what the Lord is revealing here is that I will build this church, Christ with Tabernacle. And any decision from the pit of hell cannot prevail against it. And when we say Christ with Tabernacle, we are not talking about this building. Because we were Christ with Tabernacle, not this building. It's when we came here, the building changed its identity. If we leave this place, this building will come back anything. But as long as we are here, we Christ with Tabernacle, real Christ with Tabernacle, we are here. This building is called Christ with Tabernacle International Churches. So, Jesus said, He will build you. Any decision made by devil or demons or occult has no power over you. Jesus said, the gates of hell, the decision of hell, it does not matter what the names are. When they are deciding over you, it cannot. It is non grata. Because you are a child of God. Not because of anything, but because you are a child of God. And Jesus was about to tell you that you are his agent on earth. So he first tried to strengthen your soul, your faith. That look, before I let you know who you really are, the authority you have, let me tell you, do anything, I will handle it. Cause trouble for the devil. He will meet me, Jesus. Okay? So then he went to the, to the agent's theory. Look at the next verse. Shall we read this together? I will give you. Aha. Excuse me. You know what an agent is? Those of you who are business owners or who are who work in you know private limited organization or PLCs, public limited organizations, or if you're in a partnership, what the case may be, it doesn't matter what your local business is. An agent is somebody who occupies an office that speaks on behalf of his organization. That's an agent. Can I say something to you? Anybody who is an agent of an organization, when he speaks on behalf of the organization, he binds the owner of the organization to the third party. In that ability to do so, you operate two authorities. The first authority is the actual authority, you remember, and the second is the apparent. Apparent authority is what they call a sensible authority. So, whether the authority is expressed, written down, or implied by virtue of action, that authority cannot be broken. Excuse me. Look. Those of you who are directors in your office, there are meetings you can attend on behalf of your office, and when they are talking, you dare not say a word on behalf of your company. Because if you say a word in that meeting, that word will bind your office. Those of you who are solicitors or who are, you know, legal practitioners, let me just refresh your mind. You know, 
There is something that is called in law obligation. If you say a word and that word is such that the third party rely on your word to perform an act or to withdraw from an act, you are bound by your word. You must fulfill that obligation. So, if somebody in your office just went and spoke on your behalf, is a junior staff, finish. You must fulfill that obligation. Even if they didn't put there, you are obliged to. Let me tell you. So, whoever is acting on behalf of an authority becomes an agent of the authority. And let me say, level of agency different from one authority to the other. Is determined, your power as an agent is determined by the organization you represent. I just told them in New Cross now, this is fresh in our mind. Look at French government and American government. They are both in Niger. Niger took, you know, military took over the government. And Niger said that we don't want French, we want French ambassadors to leave now. And the French president was, was saying some rattlings at the time that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't recognize, you are not legitimate. Well, who, who is legitimate, you will know. But there are two governments that is involved in that Niger. You have the French government, you have the American government. Why didn't they tell America to leave? You are talking about higher power. Okay? So, for the French government, well, they said, well, you have been making us, making our forefathers now, we'll, we'll take our breads from your mouth. No more milk free. Okay? When, you know, the president of, of, of France first spoke, I said, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Because I know the end of the matter, he has to leave. Now they are leaving. With the whole of their army. But America stay put. Power pass. Power. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, your authority as an agent is determined by the empire you represent. Because when you speak, you bind the organization. And those of you who are in managerial position in office, who are in practice, professional practice, especially regulated practices you be very careful i'm telling you now as a member of this, this church that your mouth should not just be po, 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 so that you will not destroy the blessing god is giving you because if you take decisions and you speak on behalf of your organization something that will buy the organization and cause damages you can we can recognize that career is kaput and you are, you are finished and satan didn't do it but you did it with your man so therefore, the rule of agency is this, which is implied. An agent must not be reckless in his mouth. Let the Bible not say it. Be quick to hear, be slow. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Am I talking to you? Because you need to understand. The things of the physical, you will understand easily. But once you understand that if I take you to spiritual now, forget it. I mean, you are going to go to the highest cloud today. Hey, I didn't hear what he's saying. Somebody's accuracy in dispensing authority will be so sharp and decisive. Satan doesn't like it. He doesn't want you to know his agent. You are his agent. Just all the witch doctors and the voodoo priests and babalao, are they not agents of Satan? Ah, 
Ask you if you want that. If all of us know that these people are agents of Satan. Easy. We are what? Agents of who? God. Yes. That's where I'm going. I think I will stop talking about uh, business now. Let me talk about about you and the Bible. Because I brought you to the place to really understand this now that, you know, Babalao of Obiama in Jamaica, Babalao in uh, some parts in Nigeria, Voodoo priests in uh, Haiti, and witch, witches in England, and Satanists in England, America. They are all agents of Satan. We call them agents of darkness. So what do we mean by that? They can act on behalf of Satan, and Satan will do that. If they say to somebody, curse him, Satan will now afflict the person. If they say we give you sickness, Satan will now give the sickness. Because they are agents of the devil. Anything they say, Satan's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10, 10. So his agent, what they have? Kill, steal, and destroy. Anywhere killing has to be, they act. Anywhere to be destroyed, they act. Anything that they have to see, they act. The agents. Isn't it? So, now, let me talk about you. No, you know that you are agents of God. Jesus said to you, whatever you bind whatever you lose is open check on earth if you say no heaven will say no on earth if you say yes heaven will say yes however agents speak by the mind of their organization England is supplying Ukraine weapon. You cannot see any ambassador of England saying that we will be supplying, as far as we are concerned, we will be supplying by tomorrow Russia weapon. The moment that agent said that, he stops his authority as agent. He's taken away from office. So a Christian cannot speak contrary to the word of God. You become non-agent you are on your own as much as it is in companies too there is a limit to the authority of an agent if you act alone then you will be culpable if you go to the place of crime your agency power does not cover you and the company have to prosecute you so a Christian who speaks if you are truly of God, you will speak in line with God. Because you have a book of governance that gives you the actual authority and apparent authority. But so far, this scripture says, whatever you buy and whatever you lose. So, don't forget this. As it is that the ambassador of America will not say a word except what America has sent that ambassador. And when he says it in line with what America is saying, the government in America will just execute it. Similarly, on earth, anything we decree or permit, heaven will sanction it. Anything we bind, heaven will bound. That's why we can tell a demon, I bind you spirit in the name of you. And you see manifestation. Demon will fly out of people. You know, you have seen a number of that happen here. You will see many more from this hour. Alright? That's the reason why you can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask this to happen. I'm going to this interview tomorrow. This is what I, I dictate. 
and you go there, that's what will happen. Oh, I want this business, Lord. I'm going for this business, and I decree this to happen. And when you get there, people may not get through there, but you get through it. You have testimonies of one of the students, or some students here, who said, there's a particular one who said, uh, gave a testimony recently that he was, he was flagged for plagiarism. And the consequence of plagiarism in academic standard is that he will even fail everything. All right? That's it. But he, he cried to God. That, but Lord, you know I did not plagiarize. I wrote this thing myself. And when they canceled with me, they said, okay, we looked at the whole of the thesis. Just correct this paragraph. And they allowed him, and he went, he corrected the paragraph, and yet he came out with first land. Those things are not easy. People didn't do up to that. They would just drive them out of university. You don't understand. Agent theory. You are God's agent. Whatever you permit in your life, that's what we permitted. Whatever you do not permit, will not stand. Now, let me say this to you. I want you to void your heart completely from your expectation by God in the area of life you should work. You know why I'm saying that? Not because your position is void of godliness, but I'm saying that your position as an agent is not based on your godliness. Not based on your power. Not based on your Godliness. It is something that is based on the office that God just gave you as a son or as a child. So, if you are a person who is still struggling with God, you know, everything they tell you not to do is what you do. There is a place for that, that God deals with that. Huh? We read it last week now. Hezekiah's son. When Ezekiah was good and the son was bad, to the place that the son killed his own children and offered them to Molech. Did God remove him as a king? No. He sent him to exile. Where they put, they put hook on his mouth. And God punished him very well. A Christian who is going to pornography, who is doing all manners of stuff, you dress anyhow, yeah, I own my body, I own my... God will punish you. I'm not praying. You made a mistake to have accepted Jesus. He will punish you. And when he punishes you, make sure that you are the only one who enjoy it. But anyway, you see, in that punishment, if you cry to God, <laughs> he will answer, he will come back. But you must repent. That's what happened to that guy. He now, in his exile, recognized that, Ah! My father served the God of Israel. What came into my head? I didn't obey my father. I didn't serve God like my father. I now brought idols. Ah! I now began to, to sacrifice my own children. Oh, God. Kill me, God. I'm not worthy to live anymore. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm... And the Bible says God saw his heart. Full of pain and sorrow. And asking for mercy. And the Lord stretches the hand of mercy. But he was still a king. Agency story. Am I talking to you? Because somebody can say that, but I'm living that kind of life. I see call on the, on the, on the Lord, and the Lord still answer me. And because, you know, your position as a son is different. For your misbehavior, there are people in God. They are called angels. As they bless, they also have Cain, Koboko to torture. The ones that did not hear, 
let him hear. <laughs> let him hear. And you think, hey, apostle. I say, what is it? I don't know what is how drunk my I say, okay, then you two go and pray. <laughs> apostle to pray. All of us are in the battle. The Bible says we wrestle not against. What I will not do to anybody is to say that. Ah, someone comes down hey, apostle, I had a nightmare. Oh, apostle, this is happening to me. As I say, something is working in my body. I've never prayed for anybody who said that. I ask him, who did you offer your body to? Whatever you offer your body to, where you are out of church. That's the one that works in your body. Go and collect your body back and then give it to the Holy Ghost. You know, something is working in my body. You don't need to be prayed for. I'm hearing voices. Ah, the Bible says, my son, my children hear my voice. The voice of stranger, I will not follow. It didn't say you won't hear voices. It said you will not follow it. So then don't follow it. No, no, somebody will say that. Let us pray deliverance, deliverance. Hey, Father, the name of Jesus. Father, the name of Jesus. Father, the name of Jesus. Pray for you. No, 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 no. We don't do that in Christ with Tabernacle. What we do in Christ with Tabernacle is this. You are welcome, Pastor. What we do in Christ with Tabernacle is this. You come to me that something is working in your body. I ask you, are you born again? Yes. The Bible says, offer you your body. To, I say, so who did you offer your body to determine who walk in your body? For me, I got a feeling everything's going to be alright. Hey, 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 hey. Holy Ghost is the one working in my body. If Holy Ghost is not working in your body, something else is working in your body, then tell that thing not to work in your body anymore. Put an end to it. Whatever you did that make the thing work in your body, shut the door. Excuse me. It's CFT. You do it yourself. Am I talking to somebody here? You are God's agent. You carry the mandate of heaven. The authority of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is given to you. And so Jesus said, without authority, ask anything you will. As long as you say it's not good, heaven says it's not good. As long as you say stop, heaven says you stop. As long as you say this be, heaven will say yes. As demons answer the agents of Satan, angels answer the agents of God. Your authority has no limit. That's what Jesus said here. Whatever you do, you bind. But let me say something to you now. Let's go to the same Matthew chapter 18. And we read from verse 18. We're getting to the end of our meeting. Verse 18 says, I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Is that not what was repeated in chapter, nine, chapter 16 19? Yes? Come on, is that correct? I want to show you something here now. Hmm? But you know that in that 16, he has said that I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot. He has told you that for Satan, don't worry about him. Leave him for me. You know, some time ago, the Lord Jesus, I told you, in my conversation with him, he, was, he told me, he said, why are you worrying your brain over what you cannot see? When you serve the unseen God, the one who controls the unseen, my, 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 my sanity came back. From that day, I don't think about anything I can solve. Oh, somebody did this. Somebody did that. Maybe, maybe. There's no maybe with me. If you did it, you did it. Period. I cannot begin to try to interpolate. Hey, maybe because of this. For what? The Lord said, what you cannot see. Don't think about it. And the Lord told me, the reason why many Christians don't have divine encounter is because their mind has been clogged with things that are not relevant. They want to play God. Huh? So... Because of that, the things that you see, that you will have received revelation of how to deal with it, you can't, 
You can't see the revelation because your mind is always thinking that this one, that, this one, that, this, that, that one, this problem, that problem, yeah, this problem. Are you a problem solver? Excuse me. Don't you understand that you will, in the, the, the Bible says, in the world you have many problems. I mean, many troubles. Yeah, you have many problems. From the day you came out of your mother's home, what was the first thing you did? Did you shout hallelujah? You cried and disturbed all of us who are still alive. <laughs> I, I thought that child should be laughing when it's coming out of the woman. <laughs> for what are you crying for? Because in this place you have many troubles. <laughs> hallelujah. You are welcome to the, par- to the place of trouble. And this is the world of trouble. Alright. So, for trouble, leave him alone. So that you can hear solutions and directions you have the authority and Jesus said here you can buy anything and lose anything on earth and it shall be losing heaven but it now went further look at the next verse there shall we read together please again Read it again. The Spirit of God just told me that there is a family where the wife, the woman is wearing multiple earrings and the husband is complaining. And that causes you trouble. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Show me in the Bible. If anybody says, when you are rebuked, show me in the Bible. Hell is the place that you wish on. It will be too late. What you should ask yourself, show me in the ears of Mary, the mother of Jesus, nose in the ring, three earrings in the air, ankle chain, and is Mary, the mother of Jesus. Show me an angel who appeared with you, to you like that. And then, You can't question your authority. Look, if Satan wants to destroy a Christian, he attacks the unity in the house. He doesn't have business with you. He has business with unity. Because Jesus said, what you agree. So if there is no agreement between the man and the woman of the house, then everybody is on their own. The children of the house that will prosper are children who have direct communication with Jesus. They won't be affected. But that union will never fulfill what heaven had determined. And this is the problem of many Christians. Because Jesus says, whatever you agree, as such, excuse me, what's your problem, by the way? Can't you just say, okay? Is it not positive or negative that... Bring currents. Yes? So somebody must accept. And let us just go on like that. If you have divided opinion, somebody, let us do it. And when we do what you said, and we crash, you will learn next time not to be bent on your own will. And I too will learn that my reasoning is okay. Isn't it? So why should husband and wife fight on Sunday morning before coming to church? Over what? Argue? Excuse me. They are coming to praise God. 
The matter of sweets become problem. The matter of dressing become problem. To wrap powder in my, in my wig, my something. If you know that those things are problematic, get your wife up three hours before the time. So that you tell your wife that you have time now to look for your wig. <laughs> to look for your... <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. No, 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 no. If this wig is what is the same problem every day, then wake her up early. And if they wake you up early, you two don't say that. It's too early. No, because you are a wig looker. You are, you are a shoe looker. You have to do... Or look for all those things the night before. Help her go and look for them. And put and say, this is your wig, this is your shoe. <laughs> Which clothes are you wearing to church on Sunday tomorrow? Okay, yeah, 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 I don't know. Okay, come, let's go to your wardrobe. Okay, get the clothes. Take the clothes from her and say, okay, leave the rest for me. And then in the morning, as you are waking up, the clothes is hanging. <laughs> the wig is on top. <laughs> Hallelujah. So why should the matter of wig become problem? You are coming to church, oh, then when you get to we argue, 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 when you get to adopt the church, you, say, oh, you know we are in the sanctuary of God now. Just stop talking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Excuse me. Two must agree for heaven to speak. I've practiced this thing for 50 years. Yeah, 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 boy. Oh, boy. Mama, 50 years ago, 1983, we met. 73, sorry. We met. And excuse me. Excuse me. I was born by a mother who doesn't talk. If you saw Natasha, you want to do it this way, you say, just do it the way. If I say no, if she says yes, well, sometimes she should say yes. When I say no, electricity conducted. No problem. Okay, so no, you say yes. Okay, yes, we do yes. And some other time I say no, it's okay. Okay, we do it, you no. Correct? There's no wind there. Either you agree or you disagree. It's win-win. As long as there is no fire. Because so that your prayers will not be hindered. At the end of the day, I want the best for my wife. She wants the best for me. And we all want the best for the children. So when we know that Jesus said, the two of you need to be agreed or need agreement for your agency authority over the home. Because whatever you bind, agreed to bind, is bound. Whatever you lose, is lose. But anyway, I will give you a case study now. But you must understand this, that we are agents of God on earth. I love this. And he went further to say, he says, again, if two shall agree as touching something, you, are, you know, anything you ask for, it will be done. And for you, it will be done for you by your Father in heaven. There is something that, that I wanted you not to miss. The word to, the word agreement, the word speak. 
Do we get it now? Look at the next verse. And I went for that to say, where two or three come together in my name, there I am in your midst. So, let me ask you a question. We came together in this church on Friday. Where were you? Somebody gave testimony on Friday. In June, God said we should do seven days instead of three days. Our first, second, third. And in the seven days, what happened is mind-blowing. A number gave it. Excuse me. Someone gave a testimony among the protocols that he had some, some accidents which led to palpitation. And he was in the meeting, and I was preaching, and as I was preaching, I remember vividly, I was touching him, and my hand went to his head. But I didn't know why. And I went away, and I would preach again, and he had consulted the doctors on this. And then I came to him and put my hand on his chest. And that palpitation ceased instantly. If he was watching me by Zoom, he would not get that that day. You see, there is the one we follow who is Jesus Christ. He went to the temple and he was preaching the word. And somebody had been demon oppressed. If that demon oppressed was not in the church that day, he could die oppressed. But Jesus said, huh? look at, he kept on. When he threw the word to the demon, the demon reacted. And he said, come out of him instantly. You see, when Jesus was passing by and he met Bartimaeus, if Bartimaeus was not on that very spot on that day, he may die a blind man. Am I talking to you? Where two or three are gathered? So what about where 1,000 is gathered? Can you imagine the power we can generate? That battle of your life that you have been fighting alone. It may need the company of saints of God. Worshipping the Lord God himself. It happens a lot of time. And the glory will come down. And God will begin to deal with every individual right there. Before you know it, your situation has been dealt with. Or God, the spirit of prophet will come upon one. Like in Second Chronicles 20.20. And they will begin to speak. It's about your life. Solution will come for you. Why do you reject good? If you say you are serving Jesus. Obey! You go to your work every day. To the house of God. How many days a week? Very little. And yet, you engage yourself with frivolous things. Come on now. Stop that. God wants to take you to a higher level. Of blessing and of power. Let God. Let God. You are God's agent. Now, in faith, finally, let me show you some, probably one or two undertakings, and then we go. Okay, that's good. Um, because we are coming tonight to start the, the, um, the victory night. Look at something interesting Jesus said in John 14. Verse 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who has what? Faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even what? Greater things than this. Because I'm going to the Father. Now, excuse me, as an agent, Jesus said, you will do more than what I did. Of course. 
Jesus was only limited to Israel in his time, but we are not. We are not. But he said we'll do what he's been doing. So Jesus healed the sick, we can heal the sick. He raised the dead, we can raise the dead. You must believe it, and you must do it. Are you with me now? Some people in the Christian faith have a different application or interpretation of this. It's their business. For me, agent theory says, the power of your organization is vested in you, and you can bind your organization to the third party if you speak. Or you make an undertaking to anybody. And in this case, Jesus now expressly said, ask anything. And he said, whatever you permit, whatever you disallow. So come on now, somebody have to start speaking. Somebody have to start speaking. You know that person is you. It is you. You can't take no for an answer Somebody write you a letter and say, I regret that you are not... You will take that letter and say, Father, I revoke this. I am qualified to this. Now, I command you to reply me back that you are happy to give this thing to me. In the name of Jesus, it's done in heaven. The one who said, I regret, will write you and say, we made a mistake, we are so sorry. It has happened a number of times among you. That's why people go for interview, they just take regret letter and they go. No, some people revoke it and they call them back. Whenever you come to me and say you want to go for interview, if you remember, the first question I ask you is that, do you want that job? That's the first question I ask. And in this church, we have taught you that if you go for any interview, you must do due diligence. You don't, you don't go for an interview just because you apply. No, you must know the company. You, we have a series of seminars to educate you on that. You must do research on the company. So you must know the problem the company has. You must know relevant, relative to what role they are giving you. You must be able to tell them the values we bring to that company by the road. Jesus commanded to do that. If you want to build a tower, you sit down and count the cost. You don't pray for a miracle when you are doing nothing. You want success, you read. You don't pray to pass when you read nothing. It's a joint venture. Am I talking to you? I ask you, do you want it? If you say yes, I say you got it. And let me say this to you. It happened just like it among you. It just happened like that. If they turn you back, if you want it, really want it, we revoke it. And we have seen people who have been turned down and the company now called it. There are some people here, they turned them down for an, offer, uh, for an interview. And I told them that you, the reason is because you are more qualified than that role. You went on too, too low for your qualification. And in that same company, about a year or two, they called them, they went back. And that company now has the role that befits them. They are now serving there. They are now directors. Because the word they are looking for is useless. It's not their qualification. You know something? Poverty will make your brain not to work. Am I talking to you? Limitation is a, a bird that is in a cage for many years. When you remove the cage, it will be flying that distance because his brain has been climatized to that distance until they kick him out before he fly. We had a bird like that in, in my house before Nobalinde. You know, that bird... The owners now said, go. The bird will not go. 
So the owner picked the bird and now threw the bird up. He flew a little bit and he came down. He said, you are lazy. Pick him again. He threw him up. And the bird now flapped his wing. And he saw other birds flying. And then he started flying. And then he went. And then in the evening he came back. Yes. So because they opened the cage for him to be going. So the next thing is because the, the, the man who was keeping the bird. He gave him water with sugar. All the life of the bird. So the bird flew away. And he must have drank water. It's not tasting like the water I drank. He came back. And the next time the bird came, he came with friends. And the water was there. Before we knew, the whole house was filled with pigeons. African pigeons, no. And we eat them in Africa. They are sweet. Delicious. Delicious. African pigeons are so delicious. I don't know what's good. England pigeon, God bless you. <laughs> I'm not saying you should. I'm not advocating that you become a pigeon eater in England. So that, that is the exclusion clause. So that you cannot quote Apostle Williams that he said that pigeon is uh, delicious. And so that's why I decided to commit a thought of pigeon. No, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so African pigeon. He went and brought so many. The place was filled. All of them are drinking. They are looking for that sugar water. If the Son therefore make you free, you are free indeed. And this scripture Jesus gave you an open check. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do the things I've been doing. He will do even greater things than this. Because what? I'm going to the Father. Look at the next verse. And it says, And I will do whatever you ask in what? My name. That's an undertaking. That's an undertaking. So a person who gives an undertaking is bound by his undertaking and he cannot withdraw from the promise of the undertaking. In human, if you give me an undertaking, I can take you to court over it. Whether it is written or it's implied. May your conduct implies that. Am I talking to you? So when Jesus is speaking, he, he, you know, he is the Lord himself. He does not waste his words. Jesus does not say a statement and then regret he said it. No, it is in his capacity to say so. And he can provide for what he has said. And here he said that, I will do whatever. That is actual and apparent authority mixed together. You can add within what is written and you can go beyond that. And in the imagination of God, say things that God will have said. And those things will be binding on earth. You are going to exercise that authority these three days over your life, over your family. Satan will not prevail. I say, Satan will not prevail. I say, hell will not prevail. It is written, the Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan, it shall be as I purpose, it will stand. The plans of God will be for you. The purpose of God will stand for you. You are God's agent on earth. Don't let anybody deceive you. You don't need anybody's prayer. Oh, there is a man of God here. You too, you are a woman of God. Our position as ministers is not to turn you to prayer beggars. That's how I treat you here. It's to educate you how to use your mouth and exercise authority. 
We only come in where we know that this is beyond you. Okay, you are still in training and you have done due diligence. Then we will come in and by authority bring them to pass. Until you also come to the place that you can exercise that faith. That is what the minister of God is. Minister of God is not somebody that you are going and you are giving him offering because he wants to pray for you. That is a medium. Jesus. How many offerings did Jesus take to pray for people? Have you heard that before? That's why those who do it, they cannot have encounter with God. They only racketeer. What God is saying next year, they don't know it. Look at what he says here. Here we see. And he said the reason. So that Jesus may bring glory to the Father. Integrity. Remember when I was teaching you ministers on the SRA condition? Principles that govern ministerial practice. Integrity. All right. You must work in the best interest of the church. Isn't it? Honesty. They must not find life. Because the Bible says in Malachi chapter 2, it says the lips of a priest ought to preserve knowledge, and out of his mouth men should seek counsel, because he is the messenger of the Most High. And when you say the priest, is talking about you. We are royal what? Priesthood. So, finally, go to the book of Acts, and we'll do the application of all what I'm teaching you. And then we are going to pray. Tonight is tonight. Your place will not be missing tonight in tonight's meeting. We have started the last quarter of the year. God has abundant plans for you. But they are stored in the heavenly places. Your mouth will bring them down. See <laughs> so what it says in Acts chapter 1, chapter 3. Just few verses there. Acts chapter 3 verse 1 says, on the, on, One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. At 3 in the afternoon. So what happened? Now, a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. Where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple. In temple court. Now, listen, no go there. Back to 2. I want to know something about this man. This man has a disability that he was born with. So by definition, he had been constricted to a profession of beggar for life. There's nothing to do than to beg. Some people who have been restricted by Satan to a poverty level of mentality or to a particular issue that incarcerates you. Maybe you are born with it, maybe you had contacted it. Let me say this. If you are hearing me, those of you who are at home and who are far off, connect tonight. But those of you who are in London and you are hearing me, don't sit at home tonight. Something will happen to your destiny. You know, it's the beginning of the year. You know, I sent you mail at 1.30 a.m., I was before the Lord till 2 a.m. And I got up at 5. Because I must be in New Cross. Let me see. It's not for waste. We don't go to the Lord and seek Him without hearing. We don't go to Him to look without seeing. I say, if you were born with any situation that has reduced you so much more that you cannot leap up to destiny, tonight it will become a history. 
they become a history. This is the most, the, 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 the uttermost of what one can experience. He was a cripple. People were born, they could walk, but he was born, he couldn't walk. So people who could walk, they were able to go to school, they were able to get good jobs, but he couldn't get a job but to be a beggar, to live at the expense, you know, for people, if people don't, deter, people determine his, what he can eat, what he can wear and everything, that situation will change for you. But it says here, they brought him to the temple courts, the church. So what happened? When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. And then, Peter looked straight at him and said, Excuse me, there were Peter and John here. Why did Peter say, Is it not Peter Jesus said, On this rock, I build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. I, give you, I will give you the key. And in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And in chapter 2, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. But two of them now saw a cripple, and one of them said, look at us. What is the other one doing? In agreement. What two shall agree? John, I can hear John say, yes. And Peter said, silver or gold we do not have. We have given you silver and gold all these days, but that did not eradicate your demise. Today something is about to happen to you. You will not need the silver of man anymore. You will be the producer of silver and the gold. It shall be yours. That is what we have. He said, what we have, we give unto you. In the name of Jesus, what? Work. And the man was too slow. Peter pulled him up. And then power came. That is faith. Faith is acting upon the word of God. Am I talking to you? All of you who have been with me in various meetings and conferences and crusades, and sometimes you've seen it among yourself. When I make declaration, do you see doubt in my words? Excuse me, somebody. You know, when I'm among you and I'm speaking, there are some languages you hear from me, and it defines Apostle William's distinction globally. One of the things is this. When we are praying and we are conversing with the Lord, and we reach a height, I say, the eyes that see, the mouth that speaks. When I say those things, understand, I'm standing in the counsel of he who lives forever. What I utter, happen. What I see, happen. Either you believe it or not, it will happen. Do you know what that is? Faith in the name of Jesus. I told you last week, I, I cannot, uh, the minister's meeting, I can't see myself on earth being anywhere and Jesus is not there. It is impossible. Let me rephrase my, my, my English. I said if Apostle Williams is somewhere, Jesus must be there. It's not because I prayed. It's because he has to be there. Do you know why? He told me. He made an undertaking. I will never leave you, no. So, because of that, anywhere I am, I know he's there. So, I'm not afraid of anything that happens to me. You point gun, gun to my head, I will take that gun from you. Let me tell you something. Of course, testimonies of 
Philadelphia City, testimonies of the crusade in Lagos, testimony when people came with guns, testimonies of the crusade in, in, in Ogiri, when we have to go through the, the place where I'm rubber block. That's why we decide to take every time. You know, because I know he's with me. Excuse me. My predecessors in the Bible did not know what I know today. And yet, look at what he says here. He got up from his feet. Instantly, the man's ankle was, became strong. Now look at verse 16. People were excited. We are shouting, hey, power, power. Anointing, anointing, like some people do now. Some people are claim anointing to central points. That they are the one who is anointed you. You know what I pray for anointing? I've told you all, the, all of you here. If anybody, you go to any meeting, say, a pastor come up, or a minister say, do you know what I pray for the anointing? And say, you paid nothing. Say it loud so that people can be free. Jesus paid it all. No man pay for nothing. Jesus said, freely you receive, freely give. To say, I have paid for it, is apostasy. It's demeaning God. He's telling me that the word, the obligation that Jesus said, gave you, is a lie. He says, freely you receive it. So how can someone say, I paid for it? It must be then that what you paid for is not Jesus' one. Am I talking to you? All those statements of Satan, don't let them downcast you. Don't let them make you feel like you are less. You are not less. He says here, by faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know, and 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 and, and, and know, was made strong or was healed. It is what two things there. It was what and can I hear from the back there, please? It is what and. I can't hear you guys at the end there. Can you see the front? Okay, let's read together. By faith. Uh huh. Then it is. And. Two things. The name opens the heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound. So I say, in the name of Jesus, heaven open. That is the name that can open the heaven to the altar of the Most High. Then they are waiting for instruction. That is where faith that is in His name works. The name opens the heaven, but the faith in the name is what you exercise to pronounce things and they will happen. You execute judgment, you bind their nobles, you bind their kings with chains and feathers, you lose the captive because of the faith that you have in the name of Jesus. You must not let anything stop your faith in the name. You are going to exercise it for two minutes. So, if Peter said, it's not what I paid for. I didn't pay for this. It's not my by righteousness. By my righteousness. It is because I'm an agent. And I just did what the master said. Whatever you bind. The master said, I will bind. So, Jesus is depending on me to say something. So that he can do it. And he has said to me that 
My jurisdiction on earth has no limits in power. Whatever I just decide. I've been giving this man penny for the guy for a long time. Now I think I have something better. I just got the power of the Holy Spirit. Now let me give it to this man. In the name of Jesus and the faith that comes from his name. Your circumstance change now. Stand up on your feet. Begin to bless the name of the Lord because you are God's agents. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just thank God because you are God's agents. Lift up your voice and bless his name. Thank God because you are agent of God. Thank God because you are agent of God. This is the last quarter of 2023. We have the promise of the Lord for this very year. Thank God because you are agent of God. Bless the name of the Lord God Almighty because you are God's agent on earth. You have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You carry the authority of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth is lost in heaven. Lift up your voice and give God praise. It's your grace. It's the grace that God has given you. Now begin to take authority. Speak to your life what should be. Now you are in a new month. Today is the first day. You are in a, the end quarter. Today is the first day of the last quarter. Begin to declare to your life what should happen. What should happen to your body. What should happen to your career. What should happen to your business. What should happen to your spirit. Lift up your voice and declare. Begin to declare things. If any situation is in your life that should not be there, command them to cease. Take authority in the name of Jesus and the faith is in the name of Jesus. Not in your power, not in your righteousness, not in your godliness, but in the name of Jesus. Recognizing that Jesus said it, you are given the right to be called sons of God, which means you are the agent of God on earth. Anything you burn on earth is burned in heaven. What you lose on earth is lost in heaven. Anything you don't permit today, it will cease in your life because you are the agent of God. Begin to declare in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, right? Atmosphere will shift over you. We have allowed the devil too much, too much, too much. Go higher, go higher. Yes, go higher. Command doors to open for you. Command gates to be lifted before you. name of Jesus. Begin to declare, begin to declare. Speak to your life what should be. The Bible said the Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. Decree a thing that it shall come to pass. Things cannot go normal. The time of God on earth is, uh, is supernormal. Yes, yes. The Lord gave us the promise from now till December 2024 to 2027. A shaking that is coming. Shaking that is coming of government of nations, of powers that be, and of the church. 
But the uplifting that is coming upon the righteous of God, as agents of God, make declaration over your siblings, over your family, over your parents if you have one. It is no more business as usual. You are going higher. You are going higher. Body things of the Spirit of God. In the power of the knowledge of the Spirit. In the manifestation of the grace and power of the Most High. In the wealth of this world. The power to control the wealth of this world. To control the success of this world. You are not part of those that devil can hinder. Because you are agent of God. Angels are at your disposal. Ask God whatever you want Him to do for you now. For the next three months they will come to pass. Ask God what should happen to you in this month of October. Yes, a new life, a new life, a new light has gone upon you. Wisdom from heaven you are receiving now. The power of Easter, you are not alone in your battle. Jesus is with you. The captain of the army of the most holy one. He is with you. You will receive direction and guidance that is divine. Yes, it's your time. It is your time. It is your time. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I love you, love. Oh, your mercy never fails. All my days. I want to sing that song from your spirit. From the moment I'm awake, till I live. I love your words. I love your voice. You have led me to the fire. In darkness, you are close.
together for the living God and worship Him. Hallelujah. You will tell of the goodness of God in this month of October. Fortunes shall be restored in this month of October. If you have been rejected before concerning good things, it shall come to pass by this time tomorrow that you will be accepted. That which they have deprived you of shall be given to you. People that God make custodian of wealth and promotion, they will find you. They will locate you. They will not rest until they give your right to you. You will not have to beg, but you will have to thank for what God has done. Every day of the month of October will be celebration for you. Every battle set up by the devil against you from October to December. The victory of the battle has been determined. So receive it now in the name of Jesus. Nobody who come against you will succeed. For the Bible says, and the Lord said, an undertaking, I will go before you and I will level the mountain. Every mountain before you shall be leveled. Every valley shall be exalted. The impossible shall be made possible. Your darkness will turn to light. Your sorrow will turn to dancing. For the redeemed of the Lord will come home. They will come back to Zion, to Christ the tabernacle with singing. Everlasting joy will crown your head. Sorrow and sight shall flee from you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mark my words. What you have been seeking for in October, you shall receive. Whatever you have been waiting for heaven to answer. According to the undertaking of Jesus Christ, I say, you receive it. I say, you receive it. In this October shall bring forth the manifestation. The barren woman shall be mother of children. The one that is sick shall become a healer. The healing power of God will flow through the blood and your streams in the name of Jesus. Your reproach is taken away from among men. That which you are looking for and you have been praying to God for, I stand in Christ in God and declare they are done. Heaven will release them upon you. Heaven over you shall release rain. As you have been singing, there shall be shouts of blessing. It will come to pass. From this hour, I declare three months of the showers of blessing. Until you are flooded with the blessings of God. So shall it be for you. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Give somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Hallelujah. I celebrate you, and I'm very happy for you. For what God begins to do from today being the last quarter of the month. As industries, we have meetings, a good number of board meetings, to look at the organization Heaven Has Sat, to look at the Church of the Living God. And the Holy Spirit has spoken. Everything the Holy Spirit spoke concerning you in this month will come to pass. Is there anyone worshiping with us for the first time? It is my privilege and honor to welcome you. Anybody, please, could you lift your hands where you are? Please stand up and welcome you in the name of the Lord. Please, you are very welcome.
are very welcome. The brother in, in gold, has anyone given him? You come to his front, please. Don't give him from the back. That's not the right thing to do. If you are giving something to somebody, you must face the person so that the person sees who is giving and you shake their hands to welcome them. That's correct. Thank you so much. Please, you can be seated. In the pack you are given, that's a four minutes. We appreciate you fill the form and drop that with us when you are leaving uh, by the reception so that we can serve you better. Now, I told you, I wrote you a, a, a text today at 1.30. If you did not receive it, it means that your name uh, and your phone, phone number is not in the CFT community um, list. So make sure you go to the reception and ushers will take care of this. Make sure that there are enough um, loose sheets there so that they can write their names, um, you know, uh, and the telephone numbers. And the, and the office will make sure that they update your name in the list of church members so that if God speaks to me or when God speaks to me, if I want to send it to everybody, I do not send it. I seldom do this, to send it to uh, office to help me know. I just go because I'm in the list. I'm also a member of CFT. And I, I just send it out. The same thing with all the branches. You know, I'm in the group of those churches and the group of pastors. So when I send it to the pastors and send it to the churches, the pastors will take it and re-echo it so that you can receive it immediately. It is good for us to be very sensitive now, especially that things are happening so rapidly. And that in this house, God tells us those things before they happen so that you will not miss out, especially in the areas of economy and the things that you ought to do. It is not good for economy to crash when God had informed everybody that on this day, economy is going to crash. You know, if you are having this investment, sell it. And you didn't hear about that and lose your investment is not a good thing. So let's make sure that we do that. And the Lord will continue to strengthen and bless you. Um, let's have our offering. I have a special guest I will introduce myself when we finish the offering. Please, Pastor Adisa, can I come and take your offering? Is the Lord? We bless the name of the Lord and we thank God for the word that has come to us. And we pray that every word will come to pass in every area of our life. And as there was abundance at the gates of Samaria, today you start to experience abundance. Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 33, say the sounds of joy and gladness, and the voices of bride and bridegroom. And the voices of those who bring thanks offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good, his love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were. There will be restoration for you in this month. 
The Lord will restore every aspect of your life. Everything that is falling apart, they will stand straight in this month. There shall be abundance for you in this month. Your heart is open. I want you to thank God this month. God's scripture says, For I will, that is the Lord, not man. The Lord will restore your finances. Everything that has fallen off in you, the Lord will restore it. There shall be restaurants in every area. So I want you to thank God. Um, we've got on the screen, um, we, I mean, we all, I'm sure by now, we all have, we all have the uh, account. And I'm sure we all, since we have been giving, so that's the account details on there. I want you to give your offering. I want you to give your tithes according to the word. It says, bring all your tithes into my storehouse that there may be house and as you be in obedience in doing that the lord almighty will establish you and as you bring your offering of thanks unto the lord the lord will look unto you as he has spoken through the mouth of our father in the lord in this month you will not lack in this month you will not lack you will not put your hand to the last in your pocket there will always be abundance for you our lord and our god we thank you for your word says in everything we should give thanks to you. For this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. We thank you Lord for the opportunity to give. That you have given unto us. And out of the abundance that you have given unto us. Father we bring into your storehouse. And we pray that this which we bring O Lord. Let it be acceptable in your sight. That your name O Lord be glorified. In Jesus holy and anointed name we are prayed. Can we rise up please. As we bring our offering and tithes to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
the name of the Lord. Please, those of us who have put our offerings or tithes in the envelope, please, when you're going out, we've got an ark just directly opposite here. Please, kindly, please drop it there, and the Lord will bless you. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. Thank you for the offering. Thank you for the tithe. We ask, O oh Lord, that your holy fire will come down from heaven and we consume this holy offering that is brought by your holy people, that your name, O oh Lord, be glorified. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Let's take our seats, please. Let's welcome Pastor Fumi to, to the announcement. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord has blessed us today. We're just going to take a few announcements before we bring the meeting to a close. So quick reminder, today is the 1st of September and 1st of October. Thank you. You are awake. Today is the 1st of October and it is victory night. So tonight we will be here at 7 p.m. You don't want to miss it. The second and third, Monday and Tuesday, are also victory nights. And on Monday and Tuesday, we'll start the meeting at 8 p.m. On Wednesday, of course, we have a Bible study at 7 p.m. online. And on Thursday and Friday, we have our prayers online. On Thursday at 8 p.m. and on Friday at 11 p.m. The Lord bless you as you join. We need to be linked up to what God is saying and what God is doing in this house. I would also like to remind us that we are in the month of October and it is a special month. Is it a special month for anyone in this house? Is this a special month for any group in this house? So what is this month? I, 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 I just said mumblings. Sorry, what is this month? It is the convention of the women of royal destiny. If you are a woman in this house, you are part of the women of royal destiny. And we are having the international convention this month of October. We have been having the conventions in various nations of the earth. And we are bringing the final back here in October. In a few minutes, Pastor Debbie will come and make the full announcements about the week of the women of Royal Destinies Convention. Do not miss it. That is all I can appeal to you and say, you know, Reverend Ma is not standing up here today, but she has stood for many years and told us about the importance of it. So do not miss it. I would also, oh, thank you very much. The theme, Women Kill the Little Foxes. Uh, uh, Pastor Debbie will uh, say a little bit more about that in a few minutes. I just want to announce, as we know, that precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his holy ones. And so, I want us all, following the announcement that Apostle had made uh, uh, just before he went to uh, Nigeria, 
to recognize that we will be conducting the farewell uh, proceedings for our brother, brother Emmanuel Ugumola, later in this month. The service of songs will hold on Thursday, the 19th of October at 7 p.m. And it will hold at Bethesda Building in New Cross. Thursday, the 19th of October. Please make a note of these dates and make sure you're there. 7 p.m. at Bethesda Building in New Cross. The funeral service will hold here at the cathedral on Friday, the 20th of October at 11.30 a.m. This was an active brother in the church, and I know that we will all be joining with his immediate family as he was a part of this family, a full member of this family. And therefore, if we are members of this family, we must all ensure that we make arrangements to be here for the funeral arrangement. So Friday, the 20th of October at 11.30 a.m. And the Lord will bless you as you come. If you have not been in touch with the family, please contact the church office for details and make sure you contact the family. The Bible commands us also at this point in time to engage with them. I'm not using all the words. Um, at this stage, I'm going to invite Pastor Debbie Ahamefula, who is going to talk to us about the Women of Royal Destiny Convention that comes up later this month. And after that, uh, she'll invite her father to close the meeting for today. I can see that we are all excited already. So, the Women of Royal Destiny Convention is the last convention of the year for Christ's Faith Tabernacle. And guess what? Women of Royal Destiny is going to be 30 years old. Amazing. So, it's going to be a, it's a, it's a strategic year for us. We know what happened. Jesus commenced his ministry at the age of 30. We have certain kings in the Bible also that were enthroned at the age of 30. So we women and men and children, we are in for a great convention this year. So the convention commences Monday the 23rd to Sunday the 29th of October. So mark those dates in your diary. It is nothing, we should not miss it at all. Everyone should make it a point of duty to attend the convention. So the theme for this convention this year is Women Kill the Little Foxes. Some of us have opportunity to attend our branch convention this year. And I can tell you and assure you that being the grand family for the convention, our mother is going to dig deep into this theme. And I know that no foxes will remain in our lives by the time we come to the end of this convention. So the door of this house will be open for the entire week. So in the daytime, we will have the Anna in the temple, as usual, and also aerobics. And we have different programs lined up in the week. We have the panel discussion. We have raising godly children, which will be in conjunction with question and answers session. We have discussion on menopause. 
and the roles of and responsibility of pastors' wives. We also have etiquette for the family. So daily prayers, we definitely start 6.45 p.m. every evening. So I know that some leaders will be assigned to lead prayers. So it's important that we get uh, in this auditorium latest by 6. So 6.45, we will commence the daily prayers. And of course, every evening we will have Reverend Omar, our mother in the Lord, who will be ministering on women, kill the little foxes. And our father in the Lord, Apostle, will be ministering alongside with her. So I want us to really commit this convention, this great convention into God's hands. From now on, we should be remembering to pray for this convention because we know it's going to be a great time. And it's not something you will want to miss. And the Lord will bless us. As we go in the course of the month, we will give you detailed um, information on each of those days. And the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Can I invite our Father in the Lord to come and close the meeting for us? Amen. Before we close the meeting, I said I was going to introduce my friend. Well, you know, I've told you that when you are having service, uh, worshipping together, and a stranger that you did not expect coming, and is a man of God, I said your prayers already answered. Because God will not allow his servants to come in if they do not come with the with the seal of approval of God. And it's my great honor and privilege to ask us to stand up together as we welcome um, Reverend Dr. Isaac Koryaki. Put your hands together for him. He had preached on this pulpit many years ago at the early stage of our metamorphosis. And we thank God for you, sir from Abuja, Nigeria. We have been praying for your country and God is answering our prayer. And we know that you, you are one of those who God located at the seat of power. All the promises God made concerning you shall be fulfilled in that place. We thank you for worshiping with us. If you are a minister of God and you are here, please, you are very, very welcome today. And we thank God for bringing us to this time. We're going to bring our meeting to a close by reading together the Lord's Prayer, shall we? Our Father, who art in heaven, outward be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. With your right hand lifted up to God, shall we read together grace in Hebrew 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will. Working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. 
Amen. Look at somebody and read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen to them. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May God give you the good desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banner in the name of a God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you this hour. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Isaac at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you, even in your sleep, while you are dreaming, turning your dream land into vision land. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen and amen. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
to you according to your confession. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out. And Brother Patrick, can you see Apostle, please?